Hello and good evening, everyone. It is your good friend, Mr. Eric Norton. I'm here tonight with my good friend, Teddy Barker. But uh, before we get a hint to him, we got to say what's up to Midwest Box Breaks. Thanks for sponsoring the show tonight. We really appreciate that. And also want to give a good big shout out to my friends, Stevie Lee and Caden up in Sheeney, Washington. Thanks for hanging out and watching the show tonight. I hope you guys are having a good time right after football practice. Ted, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Man, I am. Uh, I'm tired. Just getting back from uh, from Seattle and uh, hitting the ground running. But I'm happy to be here with you tonight because we got breaking news about the industry summit today, and we're going to talk about that, of course, uh, with with the move and everything like that. But before we get there, I think maybe we should uh, maybe wrap up the industry summit from this year and just talk about what your your thoughts about that as as we as we transition. Well, we had we we set a record. We had an all-time attendance record. Uh, we probably could have had uh, at least 50, 75 more people there at the at the summit. Uh, we got that many calls after we just completely ran out of space. We ran out of space. We ran out of uh, gifts for attendees. Uh, we we just we we had to turn in our catering, and uh, after that date, with uh, and part of it was the excitement of things going on, and part of it was. Uh, curiosity after uh, the fanatics announcement and um, all of those things together, but uh, the momentum of the industry and and we grew off of last year's virtual summit that that got really big attendance. So it, it, we we had a great we really had a great summit. Uh, we have already begun plans for next year. Uh, part of the plan is is the move that we're going to talk about. But we've uh, Ray Schulte and I have had, I want to say, half a dozen sessions already uh, in reviewing what we did. We had uh, we had more workshops this year. We had an influencers panel, which was uh, a who's who that we had not done in that format before. That was fantastic. Um, we had new events. Every night we had some challenges. We had to make changes right at the last minute on several things and it came together and we were really pleased with it. And uh, the, the, we've already sent out and closed the survey that we did. Uh, we can talk about that if you want, but, but the feedback has been generally very positive uh, about it. And we're, we're coming off. We were all worn out when we got back, as you know, I mean, we're getting up at four o'clock every day and those were long days but it was it was worth it um we do it for the industry we we try to you know to be switzerland and and uh we, we wanted every year to make it better and we want it to benefit the industry however we can uh that's what we try to do there and uh so we're, we're happy with it but we're going to make next year's better always uh you can always do more always can do better you you've taught me that so I'm looking forward to to seeing how things are are going to progress as we head back to the strip. As as Mike Fruitman chimes in here and says, "We're going back to the strip." Sorry, Barry Mendel fans. What? Uh, let's talk about what went into that decision process to head, to take it back over there. Well, guys like Mike who are there every year uh, have been vocal about the fact that uh, they miss the strip. Everybody misses uh, Hawaii, the romance of Hawaii, and we we threw that out there the last two or three years, even about going back to Hawaii. There are issues with going to Hawaii. Uh, a guy like Mike Fruitman, who's a card shop owner, uh, he's going to have to be gone two extra days, a day to get to Hawaii and a day to get back, two extra days out of the shop. He claims he never leaves his shop, but if you watch his 
Facebook and if you watch his Instagram, I, he's never at his shop. He just got back from Phoenix. He's been in Las Vegas twice since uh, since the summit was over. He's I guess he's doing a travel blog. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but seriously, it, it takes longer for, for people to be in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Also, it, it's four times as expensive, literally four times as expensive for rooms there. The hotel catering, the convention space is is quite a bit more. So uh, we've done polls the last couple of years. Where would you like to be? And um, the, the general consensus is Las Vegas is a great place. It's got a lot of things that uh, guys in the industry and ladies in the industry like. They like it there. But they've also been vocal about the fact that as cooperative and as great as the convention and catering team was at the Westgate, those guys were fantastic. Uh, Chris Dupieri in, in, in particular has led that team, was fantastic for us. But it wasn't on the Strip. Mm -hmm. People said we want to go back to the Strip. So uh, we started doing our due diligence with that uh, about six months ago. Uh, and and um, we, we landed at Harrah's. Harrah's is right in the middle of the Strip. You know, we were in, I think the last time we were on the strip was the Flamingo in 2017. Uh, since that time, the Flamingo and, Har and Harris both are now part of Caesars Entertainment. Um, Harris has done a $200 million renovation that just ended uh, a couple of months ago. They have a great convention space. It's, you go up an escalator, we've got the entire space next year for their convention space. The ballroom setup will be as large. It can be a little larger, but it will be at least as large as what we had this year. Uh, the the product showcase is going to neat, fit real neatly in the um, in the foyer and down both halls as you go into this space. There are individual meeting rooms. There are great spaces for hospitality rooms. It's a really nice setup. And you walk out of Harris. And you're right in that shopping area between the Link, uh, Harrah's, and uh, the Flamingo. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's got lots of restaurants and bars and shops in there that's, that's fantastic. You don't even have to get out on the Strip. And then for those who uh, want a little different experience, we've actually secured a block of rooms across the bridge, from, uh, the, the, the walking bridge, uh, across at Caesars, so we've got a block at rooms at Caesars, a block of rooms at Caesars Palace also, that we'll, we're going to be able to utilize uh, next year. So we're really excited about a new hotel right on the Strip. Uh, I mean, right dead in the middle of the Strip. So it's a great location. And even though we we keep people, uh, all the attendees, uh, busy and there are events at night, it will still give uh, people the opportunity if they want to do some uh, mixing up on the and and hanging out on the strip, they're going to be able to do it. And the rooms are fantastic. So we're really, really excited. We're not going to have to raise room rates. They're the same. We negotiated the same resort fee as we had this past year. So it's economical. Um, it's just, uh, it's just a win, win, win for us. It sounds great. But what I'm not hearing is uh, breakfast at SIDS. I guess they're, the, the food options are going to be better over there. Well, so in our survey that we just completed, we got back 110 surveys mm -hmm. uh, when I when we cut it off, which is really good. Out of out of a little over four, about 425 attendees, that includes us. That includes that includes everyone. Um, 
We got 110 responses back. Some more thought out than others, but I would say 80, 85% of those uh, we could learn from. We had some that said it was just the greatest thing that ever happened. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Let's yeah, it's great, all great, it's all great. You kind of push that aside. Right. And then we got we got some that just that didn't rate anything above okay and said, why couldn't we rate things horrible? We had one that said this was the worst summit of any industry I've ever been in in my life. So that when you push aside, I would invite whoever that was, probably not probably not the summit for them to attend next year. But by and large, um, we got lots of good comments and we offer comments on every question. And then we offer just comments. What did we miss? Mm -hmm. Food is the thing that is talked about more than anything else, more than any of, of the speakers, any of the workshop. Everybody has an opinion on food. <laughs> and though we got higher marks this year on food, some people thought it was crummy. Some people thought it was excellent. Um, most people thought it was pretty good. The lunches were breakfast were better than the breakfast, those kind of things. Uh, everybody's got an opinion there. But what people don't realize is the cost of that food. Uh, it's very expensive to feed convention goers. It, it just is. And um, I, I, I'll tell you, we spent over $400 per person this year on food. Wow. That, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. The way that you uh, gain the space, the convention space, is you have to have, you have, to have a, uh, a, a minimum spend on rooms and a minimum spend on catering. And they and that's how you uh, you earn the convention space. So uh, we try our best to do the best meals that we can. But you're looking at, you know, if, if you're looking at probably 35, 30, 35 percent higher than if you went into uh, just a restaurant and ordered the same thing. Mm -hmm. So those those breakfasts that we like at SIDS you know, that were costing us 20, 25 bucks, that same kind of breakfast is going to cost you $45. Right. Or maybe $50 uh, on the catering menu. So that's a, it's a challenge. It's a real challenge. Um, but yeah, I hope the food's better. It's <laughs> Caesar's entertainment. So that's, that's one of the things that we looked at. We look, their, their prices are higher. Uh, their, their prices are higher, but we negotiated, some there as well, but I think the overall experience is going to just be fantastic. Fantastic. What else did we learn from the survey that uh, you might want to address? Uh, well, we learned from the survey that um, by and large, people were, were very pleased this year. What we know from the survey every year is that you're not going to please everyone. Mm. Um, I was pleased to find out only three people wanted me fired. Mm. Only three, which is pretty good out of 110. It's about the same ratio in our building, but uh, <laughs> the, but um, there were, there were a lot of positive, a lot of positive uh, feedback. We learned um, better about how to work our workshops next year. Uh, we learned some things about uh, personalities, um, how they flowed. We learned a lot about, we got a lot of feedback about the product showcase, which people enjoyed this year, but some people wanted some changes to that. We, we looked the, I think we got about uh, 12 or 1300 individual comments. And some of those comments had several layers to it. 
but we've read every one of those. Um, Alex and I read them as they came in and we discussed them. Uh, I discussed them a couple of times with Ray Schulte. And then yesterday when we closed it, I compiled them all together uh, and I sent them to Ray and Alex uh, both. One of the things that we learned is that more people want to be involved in the card show next year. And so we are bringing the card show back. Um, you did a great job of that this year, but we have more space this year. One of the, one of the things that, that happened was um, we reconfigured after a point uh, just, you know, a week and a half before the summit, we reconfigured mm -hmm. because of the number of tables we had sold. And then after we did that, we had we probably could have sold another 20 or 30 tables so we, we left a lot of top line money uh, on the table but at some point you have to have a you have to have a uh, a stopping point one of the things we learned from the survey is that we need to do better and we will do better this year is um there's some things about signing and signups and those kind of things but we need to do a better job on our industry summit website and communicating and we are going to do that and we are opening up the registration earlier. We're going to op open it up in April. So they're going to have six months to register. Uh, the, the, the room block discounts end on September 1st. So mm -hmm. one month before the summit, which has moved back a couple of weeks this, this uh, for 2022. So we're going to encourage people to order early so they don't get uh, uh, blocked out of, of our room block. We have more rooms this year. And we're not going to have the situation uh, happen that happened to us this year where some rooms got sold out and our, and our room block got cut without us knowing it, that, that caused some heartburn for a number of uh, potential attendees. And I think some didn't come be because of that. Or we could have been, you know, we could have had even more in a perfect world. So we learned a, we learned a lot from the surveys. Um, and we, we learned what to listen to and what not to listen to. The, the survey is anonymous. Mm -hmm. But uh, we can isolate a respondent. So if you're respondent number 86 and you said uh, uh, Eric Norton was fantastic and you wanted to say, well, I, I wonder what else he thought. And you can look and you can. And, and if everything else was fantastic on the you think, OK, but if some things are very good and some things were OK and some things are real good. And Eric was fantastic and Ted was just OK. And Tim Brown was good. And the store security guy was fantastic. When you get that blend, when you, you know people are really thinking about what they, they say, then you take their information. You say, okay, there's some good ideas. Um, so we, we learned all of that. Uh, but, you know, there, there are, there's reality and there are misconceptions that you have to deal with as well. Yeah. We, we were discussing misconceptions in uh, – uh, you know, I there, I think there are some misconceptions about the industry summit and what it is and, and and how to how to partake in it and who should go and who should come and that kind of stuff. What what do you want to address that at all? Yeah, I I, I, I think that's I think it's interesting. Um, food's the biggest misconception, right? Is that we skimp on food and we really don't skimp on food. You know, when, when we're spending four hundred dollars on a, an attendee on food, we're trying to figure it out. Uh, we're trying to get them and, and we beat those guys down. You were in the last meeting we had out there when we did our last walkthrough where we went through and they gave us a price. And we said, man, you, we can't, we cannot do that. You've got to help let us figure some things out. And they, and they work with us, but still um, that's a big misconception. 
there's a misconception about our staff size. <laughs> you know, it's just you and me and Alex and Ray, uh, Brian Fleischer, uh, Jeremy Murray, Daniel, Sam, mm-hmm. and our wives. And we're there for a week putting it all together. Um, it's a small staff and it's not that big a staff most of the year. Most of the year it's Alex, myself and Ray. And you came in the last few months mm-hmm. with the card show and that's it. And we, we work on it. Uh, we have different things that we're working on. Um, but we work on it all year long that we've already, I had a conversation with Scott Prusia today about what they want, about some things that they want to do next year at the summit. There's a misconception that um, we don't invite everyone. And every year we work very, very hard to get tops and upper deck there. This year, we were, it was great to have Kevin there, Kevin O'Neill this year. Mm-hmm. He's such a great guy. But to have him there, uh, especially in the face of the news uh, with, with the Fanatics, uh, it was great that he was able to be there and, and um, uh, talk to a lot of people. Uh, we invite everyone every year. We invite PSA. We invite all the grading companies every year. Um, we invite everyone. We can't make them come. They can choose to come. People remember the days in, in Hawaii. Well, in Hawaii, you have to remember that the manufacturers all had multiple licenses mm-hmm. and the leagues all had multiple licensees there as well. So it was easier for them to come. But the overall size of that was not as big as people remember. Uh, it was a different kind of event. And we live in a different world now. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are a couple of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, misconceptions, uh, unlimited space is, a, you know, people, why can't I get in? Well, there is a space limitation. The awards people have, uh, they say we pick the same people every year. We don't pick the awards. Mm-hmm. We, we don't pick the awards like this year. I mean, it really is about, we had a, we had a couple of really strong sessions, uh, from the sports card investor team on social media. And I said, before I read the awards, a lot of this is about how well you do on social media, because uh, the, the, the ones who worked social media, we had over 7,500 individual voters for the industry summit awards. We don't pick those at all. We, they, they pick, they pick them. Um, and there were write-in votes for the uh, retail the, the the card shop of the year, which David Adams won, the breaker of the year, which Real Breaks won, the auction house of the year, which Pristine Auction won. All of those guys got after it with their social media. They're all strong on social media and they worked it. Um, but there were there were a number of artists who worked it very strong on their on their social media. And there were there were probably 50 artists that that were that received votes. It's really interesting to watch those votes and see how they how they happen. But we don't choose them. You, the collector, chooses them and seventy five hundred of them did. Um, So those are those are some of the things that uh, are misconceptions about what goes on. But but you wouldn't expect people to understand. You you know, when you show up at at where at a ball game, Mm -hmm. you don't know all the preparation that that goes on uh, at a major league stadium. If you show up at a concert, you don't know what went on all day long and what went on in the planning process from the day one, when they, when they booked it uh, and prior to booking it, but, but when the, the concert and the tour was booked and everything that goes on and everything that goes on that day, you don't know, you just show up and you know, the popcorn's going to be there and you want to be down front and you've got your, you, you, you've got your seat and, and your flashlight, to, your, your phone to light up and all of that. 
there's a lot of work that goes into it. And we're really proud of, of what we've been able to do, to be honest with you. So I'm glad you mentioned artists because that's a great segue to our other sponsor tonight, which is Jamie Thomas at Legacy Sports Art. Go check them out, uh, him out at uh, LegacySportsArt.com and use code BLP2021 for uh, 10% off of your custom sketch order there. Jamie, We're doing a cool thing with Jamie. At, yeah, we at, sure at, are. Uh, I got it. In, in Canada at the at the uh, Sports Card Expo in, in November. I don't think I'm going to get to go because of my passport I'm waiting on, but you and Alex will be there and, and you've got, uh, we have the the cover art that he did. We're making a trading card and he's going to autograph those. Very and nice. You guys are going to have those to, to give away at the, uh, at the expo. I, I am excited about that because I still have the larger piece, the, uh, the original that he's got. Well, it's not the original it's a print, but I still have that to give away as well. So maybe I'll take that up there and, uh, and give that away. Go check them out, LegacySportsArt.com. Uh, Use code BLP2021. You'll get 10% off your first order there. Uh, I got some questions or some comments in the uh, in the field here. Do you mind if we get to those, Ted? No, let's go. So uh, Fruitman says, any consideration to do it, having the, uh, the card show extend to Sunday? Uh, it seemed like there was an opportunity there for that. If we extend it to Sunday, we lose Sunday events that take place. We have to flip the room. We can't, it's in the same ballroom space that we have as our main ballroom space for the summit. So we have to clear it out Saturday night to, to reset for mm -hmm. the summit events that occur on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we aren't doing that, but we are uh, obviously starting earlier. The word will be out earlier. Uh, we will have uh, a bigger footprint for the card show on Saturday and Sunday. So there will be more space there for that, but the timing doesn't, it just doesn't work for Sunday because we have, the sponsored events on Sunday are very important uh, to us in uh, in terms of um, revenue against our catering budget. Yeah, we cater. Th we're going to cater. We're making a big change this year because we're going from a golf tournament uh, to a Texas Hold'em tournament on Sunday, hmm. which is going to be a lot of fun for for everyone. Uh, I think a lot of people will enjoy sitting down and playing with some of the some of the people from the manufacturers and and uh, the distributors and, and it's a great way to get to know people. Um, so that that's, that's a switch that we're making. And it's also in a, in a climate controlled environment where it's always 70 degrees and not 125 <laughs> degrees, like it was at the golf tournament this time. Um, uh, uh, Jim Grant of Peach state stepped up for that. And the one thing we can't control is the weather, but we can control it indoors. So, uh, Sunday's a big day for us. It is a big day. Next question, and I think it's an important one. Dane from Dynasty Breaks wants to know, where's Mike? <laughs> you know that this is real late for Mike. He comes in late. He leaves early. Uh, and and we're lucky to get a good three and a half days out of him in a given week. Um, so there's no telling where Mike is uh, at this time. He's, he's eating some, he's eating some uh, food. Uh, that he is complaining about because he's a, he's a food elitist. Mm. So uh, I, I don't know where Mike is, but really, I, you know, Eric and I don't particularly care where he is either. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Ziggy, you, you, I think you answered this earlier, uh, but Ziggy wants to know when can, when, when are we going to be able to book? And I believe you said April. Is that right? We're going to open it up in April. Uh and uh, I encourage everyone to uh, to book early. 
-hmm. because um, we might run out of space. I, I think it's going to grow again next year. We have more rooms on our block. We can go a certain percentage above our block, but don't get caught in the middle of September. Oh, I need to go register and, and have to pay more for your rooms. Mm -hmm. Do it. And you know, it's, it's like, we've already bought our, our tickets for, uh, to go to see my in-laws at Christmas. We do that in the fall and we don't have to worry about that Christmas day or first of December. We just book them three or four months early. It's done. It's over with. I encourage everyone to, to book early, uh, get it, get it done and, put it behind you and you you'll just be, you'll just be ready to go and you won't be scrambling at the, at the last minute. Ziggy also asked, and I'm asking this just because I know it's been talked about uh, in, in the past and maybe in the future, but any, any future plans for like Orlando or anything like that? We've talked about Orlando. Um, that, that is, uh, that is an option. Um, the, there are no casinos there. Mm -hmm. And a lot, a lot of people like the casino action in Las Vegas. Uh, it's not particularly inexpensive. There are issues that it's all the way down in Florida. And so for a lot of people, I know Las Vegas is West, uh, that, but when you go to one coast or the other, that, that has a little bit of its own issue. Obviously flights, anybody can fly into, to Orlando nonstop from most major hubs in the country though. So I wouldn't say never on that. It's a, it's certainly a location to be looked at. There are several locations. It's not, we are not necessarily going to stay in Las Vegas forever. Uh, Nashville, there are a lot of good things, fun things to do in Nashville. Um, some people, we don't want to do it again in Dallas, but some people have said, do you want to do it in Dallas? We could, uh, we want it to, to, to be places uh, where it's uh, an easy hub for the, uh, to get to. Mm -hmm. So it, it's po certainly possible. A lot of fun things to do in, in Orlando. Absolutely. Nick Gable says, and I, I want to address that. I want you to address this specifically. He says he hasn't seen anything uh, on YouTube yet about this year's summit, but there's a reason for that. Why, why is that Ted? Well, we want to, we want to protect the, the attendees. If someone is attending the sum, the summit, they've paid a lot of money to get there. And if they didn't pay a lot of money to get there, then GTS or Southern Hobby or Magazine Exchange or Hamps or All Sports Marketing um, or Peach State or even from Canada, our distributors up there, Universal, Grosner, they have paid um, scholarships for people to be there. A lot of money is spent on the summit. And giving away all that content for free uh, doesn't really protect the integrity of the experience for the attendees. So we have what we have done is we've put out some snippets of things that have that have happened uh, so that you get a feel for it. But we don't want to give that away free. It's not fair for, for those that paid their money to be there. So that's Absolutely. why we don't just air it free. We were going to offer. Uh, a virtual option this year. It was going to be complicated and all you were going to be able to see was the main stage, but we had it out there. And in the first three months, three and a half months of registration, we had one who signed up one who signed up. Uh, so we took it out because that's a, it's, it's expensive to do a virtual option. The, the platform is expensive to do. So that's why we don't just live stream it out there 
or put it out there afterwards. There are some manufacturers who have, and that's why I was kind of a jerk uh, in the meeting. And I played, you know, I, I put on the bad guy hat and some people didn't like that. And I understand it. And I'll, I apologize to them, but we want to protect the integrity. It's the same thing with people who came to Las Vegas uh, and hung out mm-hmm. at the summit. And we didn't allow that this year at all. It happened to us uh, a lot in 2019. But thankfully, our our um, our sponsors uh, realize that that's uh, they want to protect the integrity of everyone who is paid to be there as well. So if they had meetings, they had them off site and people there are a lot of people who choose to do meetings with manufacturers and distributors, but not go to the summit. So they feel like they can just come and do them there. But that's I mean, it's not that's not fair to anyone. So that's that's just uh, it's all about the experience of the summit for the attendees. It absolutely is. We're getting uh, Yankees Red Sox scores uh, coming in here as we <laughs> as we discuss. Well, there's a home run by by the Red Sox. It just happened. I can see over my right shoulder. Xander Bogart's home run, 2-0. Uh, Ziggy says great reasons. He understands. Uh, we're, we're up against the 30-minute mark here. So are there any parting shots that you want to take, any parting information that you want to share, Ted, before we say goodnight? No, I would just say that uh, even for the card show, uh, we, we will have the registration open for that earlier next year and uh, get your space. We're going to give away, uh, I, I, we're going to make improvements uh, in areas like the product showcase where uh, it's going to be first come first sold on positioning there. It's going to be the same way for the, for uh, the card show next year. Uh, we did that. We, we tried to do that this year. Actually, we're going to do a better job of that next year. We're going to have a little bit wider aisles for people to walk down in the, in the card show that was a little crowded in, in there. So uh, there are little tweaks that we make and there are big tweaks that we make. Um, if uh, anybody has uh, uh, any, any comments, any suggestions for us, we're here all year long and we take them and we listen to them and we yeah, make changes based on, on those things. Yep. That is uh, absolutely correct. Ziggy has one last question. I, it's really for both of us. Anything coming up in the Beckett world before the end of 2021? Next weekend, if you're uh, if you're in New York, the New York City Comic New York Comic Con is happening. CBCS and Beckett will be there uh, doing autographs, taking submissions uh, for your comic book grading. I know, like Ted mentioned earlier, uh, we have um, the Toronto Sports Card Expo coming up in November. I think that's probably going to round out the year, though. Ted, is there anything that I'm missing that I don't know about? No, BAS is out and about. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're out and about. CBCS is, is out and about also, but on the Beckett side, uh, that's where we're going to be. We are uh, we're making plans uh, to be a part of some a uh, couple of other events that are that are planned in, in uh, the first quarter of next year in Las Vegas uh, that that we are planning to be a part of. Uh, a couple of new events that are happening out there, uh, and and I know that the I know the BGS crew is anxious to get back. Uh, out on the road and get get going again uh, as they continue to play catch up. But uh, all of that is ahead. It's going to be 22 is going to be a really, really great. It's, it's going to be a great year for us. We have a lot of we have a lot of things uh, planned and we're we're coming out from under the crush. We've hired so many new people. Mm-hmm. Jeremy is a has a real good vision for uh, for Beckett under under his leadership of what he wants to do. Um, there's, there's a, uh, there's a feeling of, uh, of excitement 
in our building about things that are happening. So uh, 22 is going to be a great year and it's going to be a great year for the industry. And it's going to be a, there'll be a new flavor next year to the industry summit as, as by then things will have happened. Is it mergers? Is it acquisitions? Is it plans being revealed? All of those things. It'll be a different kind of summit next year, but it's still uh, riding the wave of success that, that is just continuing to happen uh, in the industry. So uh, we're working toward that. We're working through all the plans for next year. Um, it, it just keeps going and going and going. It doesn't stop. It does not stop. All right, guys, that's going to be it for tonight. I would love to be able to announce tomorrow's guest for you. I, But he is playing in an NHL game tonight, and I don't know that I can uh, 100% confirm it. However, I'll show you this. And there's a there's a possibility that he may or may not be here tomorrow, depending on uh, he's got an off day tomorrow. But I guess it depends on what he does tonight. And then the artist of this card, Mr. Blake Jamison, will be a guest on Thursday. So you don't want to miss that as we discuss these these new cards from Fiji Card. Uh, absolutely wonderful artists that are involved with that. Don't want to miss that uh, tomorrow and Thursday as we go for a twofer. Uh, that's going to be it, though. I hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Mr. Barker was an open book and shared lots of information for you. Take that in, take that in, and uh, make sure that you're watching in April when the uh, registration opens for the summit and hopefully the card show as well. And then until tomorrow, that's going to be it. Good night. God bless. <laughs>